You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Tuesday and we're going to continue our interview with Andrew Lopez of ESPN.com. Yesterday, if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, talked about him being on SportsCenter Live TV, making the transition from the Times Pick to ESPN and all of the above, having a lot of fun on there, getting some kind of cool stories from him. Today, we're going to dive into some actual Pelicans-related things, his takes on Zion, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and a couple of other things as well. So let's just dive into it in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. I yeah, I mentioned to a lot of people, being in the Zion business is pretty good right now. Yeah, it's. I tell you what, like I. So when you when we write a story for .dot com, okay, uh, you you're basically you figure out what you want to write and you have to pitch your story to the news desk uh, every single time, whatever you want to do. Okay, cool, great. And I remember one pitch I had. I was like, Zion Paul. So I pitch because I was like <laughs> everything that he said almost. They were like, "We'll take it." We'll take it. Like the the Zion content is is there, and it's it's so and people want it. People, that's the thing. People want it. It's not like like I know a lot of people have given ESPN some some criticism in the past for uh, going heavy on LeBron, going heavy on Zion. The, like my counter to that is, they wouldn't do it if it didn't get the ratings. If it didn't—that's my take on it too. Yep. If it didn't get the clicks, and it does every single time. <laughs> so that one, people are like, oh, I can't believe all it. It's you're we're giving doing the people what you want for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're doing it for a reason, and it's just really really funny to me when people are oh, like, you're just shoving them down. But people are clicking and people are watching. So. Right. And if they didn't want it, they wouldn't because there's a whole lot out there that you can go and, you know, consume in terms of content. I've always said this. Like, it's just this is what people want to read. They want to read about certain things. They want to read about rumors and maybe less so on the actual games and all the other stuff. So give people what they want. And the thing about the thing about Zion is he's also really good. And it, it, it helps that he is so good. At what he does, that's like, like, oh, we can, we can watch it. Like, he'll be fine. Like, he's going to be a legitimate superstar. Like, people need to get ready for that. Like, if he's not already, that's my favorite quote from him this year so far is when he met Obama, and President Obama came up to him, and apparently he started like rattling off stats and doing all this. And Zion was like, oh my god, like I, I expect him to know, like you know. Trey, like, like me and Trey, but he's like, I expect him to know, like, superstar stats, but like, not, like, not like people like me. And I was like, you're, you're a star, dude. Like, he just doesn't are, realize it, it seems like. He really doesn't. And it's like, that's part of him that's like, he's still a 16, I mean, a 16, a 19 year old. Yeah. Where he's just like, 
that this this naive part of him where he's like, oh, okay, well, I guess. And I'm like, man, you're you're a star, dude. Like, this you is really you. This is your life. This this is how it's gonna go. I mean, it seems like some of that comes from his like upbringing and his stepdad yeah. and his mom too. I remember at that introductory press conference, I might have been sitting next to you, right by you, where his stepdad, Lee, went up after everything had wrapped up and, like, genuinely yes. wanted to thank everyone from, for being there. That wasn't, like, part of the program. He just really mm-hmm. wanted to say that and, like, took the mic. Exactly. And here's here's another thing. Uh, like, they're just genuinely just nice people. Like, it's not a facade, it's not a you know uh, an act of, oh we have to be this way because of, because of Zion no, they're just genuinely nice human beings um, I remember one game I think it was in Dallas and it was a, uh, the, the most recent loss to Dallas and it was kind of one of those like man, they just lost to Minnesota the night before, so this was yep. kind of like a bad, like a big it was like close, man. but it was like you needed to get that one if you could. Right, because you, you needed to get it because you screwed up the night before. Yep. And I remember his dad, his stepdad, uh, Lee, outside of the locker room, and every player who came out, he was, hey, man, we're going to get him next time. It's hard. Like, he's like... Like, very genuine like about on, Yeah. He's cheering on the entire... It didn't matter. And if it was like... It was like... You know, Jaleel Okafor was right there. Jaleel Okafor didn't play. He said, hey, man, we're going to get him next time. You can get your sign. Like, he just genuinely cared about every single guy uh, who was coming out of there. And and I think you see that. And I think you see that with what Zion did just a week and a half ago now um, when he committed to uh, paying the salaries for all the workers yep. for 30 days. I, I talked with SMG, AM, AG, whatever they are now, right after that. Yeah. When I called them, that was the first they heard about it. Zion committed to this without knowing what this was going to cost him. Uh, that's the sense that I got. He just did it because he felt that's what he was supposed to do. And I think that's why I think he, he, it's this combination that, that, that he has right here, he really has taken the whole, uh, you know, if you love New Orleans, New Orleans will love you back thing. And he, he's, I feel like every interview he's, he said that for like a month. That must have been like, one, I think it's him genuinely, but also like they, after the whole Anthony Davis stuff, they must have hammered that point home to him. Well, I think it was just, it was just one thing that Drew Brees told him and he yeah. just, he just knew it. And he was just like, okay, cool. Like, he was happy with it. And I just think that's who he is. And he is just genuinely a guy who is a, is a really nice kid. And you have to, cre- uh, to credit uh, his mom and his stepdad for raising him that way. Because it, it really does show in everything he does. No, I, I mean, absolutely. And I, I fully agree with you. And, like, that's the thing. Like, it really does seem genuine. The stuff with him paying the workers, it sounds like, the, you know, the Pelicans were, as an organization and Saints were trying to figure out, like, the logistics that go into that and were waiting till they had some of that to announce it. And Zion's just like, 
Yeah, we'll figure it out after. I am for sure going to do this. And, like, yeah. like surprised everybody about this. Like, I don't think the team knew that that was coming. No. <laughs> the team did not know it was coming. The yeah. team was working through it. They were working on a more of a formal thing because some of it, it, it it's state there, employees. Yeah, there's logistics there's a, and stuff. Like, you've got to figure it, out. They're waiting to see what is what is insurance cover? What is this? What do I need to cover? And they're they're going through the logistics of it all. And as they're going through the logistics part of it, Zion's like, I got it. <laughs> Here's a Wait, check, figure it out. Yeah, and, and that's really what it what it kinda came off as. So uh for for me that was kind of the the point where I was just this kid, something, something special. Like he's he's, yeah. he's 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 cut different. Like he's he's just cut different. Some more on Zion in a moment with Andrew Lopez of ESPN. But before we get to that, let me tell you about what's become maybe the most useful app on my phone during this quarantine. Normally, it's still hard to find the time to sit down and read and learn more, and we do have a lot of that time now. But I don't quite have the attention span for it is maybe the safest thing to say. I'm still working from home. There's a lot of other things going on and there's an incredible app that kind of solves the problem of trying to find time and learn new things. And it's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know info from thousands of nonfiction books, condenses them down to just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people like business leaders, athletes are well known for reading lots of books and Blinkist is made for busy people like you. You want to get the main points quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, your lunch break, or you know, while you exercise or whenever you're stuck at home doing whatever it is you still need to get done. I've been using this constantly because I can now learn a whole lot with the time I'm spending stuck inside. In less than 15 minutes, I feel like I can kind of fast track my path to a more intelligent, healthy, informed version of me. And I like it because I just get the key takeaways in only 15 minutes. It's absolutely phenomenal. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA to try it for free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com NBA to start your seven-day free trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com NBA. No, and I mean not so not just off court stuff too, on court too. Like he's been nothing short of phenomenal in his what oh, nineteen God. games that he's played so far. And like the, the thing that gets to me is he, so he's this good already, and I don't think anyone will argue that he's got like a lot of room to grow. Like he's still a pretty raw prospect. You know, he has like a power move to the hoop, and that's kind of it. He's got a bit of a spin move too, but like when he starts adding to his game and refining things and getting better at things, the on-court stuff, you know, as great of a person as he is off the court, might somehow exceed or rival that. Yeah, it's it's been insane. And even the, the, the kind of, I don't want to say slow start, but after the first couple of games, he's even cranked it up. Yeah. I think he's at like 26 points per game in his last 
his last 10. I mean, he is insane, and that's mostly using him as a, as a post-up threat, yeah. basically. Um, there's not, there's a, only a, maybe a few actions a game where he's cutting to the hoop, trying to get some, some sort of, uh, some sort of move there. Uh, so the, the, there, there's definitely still spots where you're like, oh, okay, he can, he's got a little bit of room to grow here. He's got, some, he's got a lot of room. He's got a lot of room to grow. That's the thing. Like a lot of room, not just a little bit. Like there's certain things that I look at him and I'm like, oh, he's not good at this. For him, for other people, he's amazing at it. But for him, like, oh, he's not good. Yeah, in he, certain I mean, aspects. Just look, yeah. Let's just look at his defense. Oh, his his defense has not been good this no, year. No, it's like actively uh, bad. <laughs> and and I think that's something that he is aware of, and the team is aware of. And I think that's kind of one of those things that that comes to him. And when that comes to him, I mean, it's it's just going to be even better to to kind of watch him take off. And oh, yes. He's Once he sits down and gets back to being that force that he was, uh, I mean, yeah, he still has his, his, his athletic timing. He's still got his, his blocks, and the steals are going to come. You see, you see it slowly start to click, but I think the biggest key for him, honestly, to me, is going to be his continued growth with both Brandon Ingram and uh, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball more so than than, than B.I., I think, because I think the, the combo there, they they complement each other so well. The, the lob passes, the, the vision, the way, if, if Lonzo continues to shoot the way he does, since, since Zion has, has debuted, Lonzo Ball is a 43.2% three-point shooter. He's legitimately, you probably need to see it for like the whole season and part of next year, but I think it is kind of safe to say he is a legitimate three-point threat right now. Yeah, and I went and looked at it yesterday. There was, he had issues early on in the season. He had issues because, frankly, he was changing his shot. Like, mm-hmm. the entire thing was changing. I, I remember talking to him about it, I think, in October or November. He's like, yeah, I mean, you've been shooting one way your whole life. You know, it, it, it still hurts when I dribble. You know, when I when I go to my right, I still tend to, to put it back in front of my face. Uh, and you saw that. His, his step back earlier was <laughs> not good. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's only probably a little bit better now, but it was definitely not good early on. No, that's safe um, to say. So, I think at one point he was, he was like 16% or 17% on like 19 or 20 step back. So, it, it was it was pretty bad early on. And I think where you're at now is he's, he's in a lot better place and he's healthy. He's having probably more fun than he's ever had some basketball. And I think what you're seeing is uh, I think you're seeing the growth of those two guys together is going to be crucial alongside the growth of Brandon who Restricted free agent or not, I don't see any uh, any any sort of situation where he's not here next year uh, in New Orleans. No, like uh, I, I think can't those, imagine those that. three will will continue to grow together. No, I mean I, I think that makes 
a lot of sense. And also, I think it also means Fred Vincent should earn how much money? Like, all of it from the Pelicans? Yes. He, he should never be let go. No, you, that would be a huge Fred mistake Vincent at this here. point. Yeah, you just, you just, you basically like handcuff him to his desk. And just yeah. Say you're not, you're not there. Maybe give him like a bigger office with a couple more windows, putting like a mini fridge in there so he never needs to leave. <laughs> yeah, just whatever, you, whatever you want, Fred. Whatever, whatever Fred needs. He just, I mean, it's the work that he puts in with those guys, and you know, Bi has a, has a, has a shooting coach that comes in and works with him as well. But anytime you talk to him, he, he, you hear Fred Benson's name in terms of why this works so much and why it has worked. It's great to see both of those guys. No, it, it, look, it's it's just cool to see these guys kind of growing. And sometimes you need just like a, a change of scenery and a different situation. In terms of Lonzo Ball, you can definitely see some like personal growth, personal maturity, probably having to do you know with the birth of a child and you know becoming a parent and kind of growing with that too. I think maybe factors into it. Uh, and it's great to see these guys really start to thrive. And you're also, as you mentioned, seeing it from Ingram too because. The transformation from him even two years ago to the player he is now is pretty astonishing. Yeah, it's you know I, I was I was working on on something about that uh, heading into the break. We're actually supposed to drop it last week, but basically yeah, things change. He is a lot of things change. Uh, the change of scenery was one thing. Uh, it really helped him, I think, to get out. Even though he's from L.A., it helped him to get away from all of that. To, to get away from the, uh, the media pressure, the, the constant, you know, just every, every, every little thing about L.A., it helped him to get away from. And the other thing was, he was hurt his first two seasons. He was always a little thing. Something was always wrong. Yep. I think now he's the healthiest he's been. He's having the most fun he's had in the NBA. And you're getting back to seeing the the guy that people thought could be the number two pick. In the last five games before the break, he's averaging 28 and 8. Uh, while shooting, I think, 53, 51 and a half. So, like, granted, small sample size, five games, but. He's really starting to come into his own. And his contract situation this summer, or fall, whatever, whenever the offseason. Whenever, whenever we get there, yeah. Yeah, whenever the offseason actually takes place. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting one to me because I, I don't know what his comp is out there. I don't know what you have to give him uh, on the open bar. I don't know what an extension for Lonzo looks like. So. That, that's going to be a fun thing to kind of figure out once, you know, the offseason does, does get you. So we'll have more with Andrew Lopez of ESPN and I talking about Lonzo Ball, his contract in the weird situation that that is coming up in not this necessarily this offseason, but potentially in the next one. But before we get to that, don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. Still here with you all Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. If you still want Pelicans talk, if you still want some basketball talk and some other stuff too, which we're doing here as well, this is the place for it. It's 
important to support podcasts right now in this kind of changing landscape of everything. Um, so subscribing is very important. Leaving a five-star review with a comment is very important. It takes about 30 seconds. I greatly appreciate it. And tell a friend too. Nowhere else are you getting anything like this with Andrew. Some really good insight into the team and just kind of his life and covering the team on the road and working for ESPN as well. So subscribe to Locked on Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. It's going to kind of be interesting because, so let me ask you this. This is something I've put out with Lonzo Ball is he seems to also fit better on this team than he would on many other teams. He's not the best in the half court, but in transition in the style of play that the Pelicans want, he's obviously phenomenal. And so his value here is a little bit higher, I think, than it would be on some other teams that run a more traditional kind of half court set. And that probably makes it tough to kind of figure out what his value is, right? Yeah, and that that's another reason uh, that he is playing so well. Is he's never played with this much freedom in his in his career. Uh, he basically gets to kind of make passes. Uh, we've heard Gentry say it before. He, we can live with some of the turnovers that he has, whether it be uh, you know sometimes he's going to make a pass down court that he shouldn't. As long as it's not a five ball turnover. Uh, they're they're almost okay with it. Mm-hmm. He he's going to have those uh, every now and again, and it, it 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 frees him up, and you see how much it frees him up, and what he's able to do uh, on the court. So it, it's still to me a a work in progress, but you can definitely see where he's he's starting to kind of pick up. And this system, Alvin Gentry system specifically, fits him just so so. Unbelievably well. It's sometimes you just need kind of again the right situation to fall into, and that's certainly what's happened here to really bring out kind of the the best of his ability. Which again means, do you you know how do you how do you negotiate with him knowing that he kind of fits better on your team and other teams maybe not as much, and do they overpay? And then do you overpay for a guy that you know does it, the whole thing's kind of weird? And it's his free agency, whether it's an extension this coming off season, whenever that is. Or after next year, when he is a restricted free agent, is going to be very interesting to kind of see uh, where where that goes with everything. Because I have no idea how that's going to play out at all. Yeah, it's to me, it's going to be a a, a, a tough situation. It's um, it's like, what do you pay him? Like, I don't know. What do you like? Yeah, exactly. Like you like, said, what's his get, comp? Does he does he get? I mean, I would. You get more than Buddy Hill got. I mean, that, that means you're paying him 25 a year. Like, I don't know what he gets. So it, it's just a weird deal. But I, I, this is one of those times I'm I'm glad I'm a writer and I'm not a front office person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, to be honest, as much as fun as it would be to run a team, I think that's kind of my approach on like everything now is like, no, that job's actually pretty hard and there's a lot of stakes <laughs> on the line. I don't actually want to do that. Like, good for you, Griff, and the rest of the front office for making these decisions. I might joke and say on the podcast, you're making incorrect choices and we should have done it this way. But like, no, I actually should not be running a team whatsoever. 
And on that note, I think that's a good place to end it for today's show. More to come with Andrew tomorrow. Talking still all things Pelicans with Andrew Lopez of ESPN for at least part of this week here on Locked on Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from and tell your smart device to play podcast projecting the screen with Adam Stanko and Noah Koslov. They've got some really great interviews if you want to get some kind of behind the scenes NBA stories. That is the place to go. Rejecting the screen wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with you all tomorrow.